practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Welcome, welcome. Fa la 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 la. I uh, I wish somebody uh, a happy holiday tis today. Tis the skeezin. I w- tis the skeezins. <laughs> so, um, where was I? Oh, I wish somebody a happy season or a happy holiday, and got the yeah. nastiest response. I was working out of my brother's place, and I said, "Oh yeah, happy holiday." Turned. By the way, I should set this gentleman up. He had a Minnesota Vikings jersey on, but it was like, I don't know if it was his mom's but it was like like glittery <laughs> kind of like you see the quarterback's <laughs> wife wear but i think it was more like ed hardy glittery because his what? his his jeans were ensconced in uh silver thread and uh florida lees but like he, he was like out a, of the arabian nights exactly the only thing he was missing was his pointy <laughs> shoes uh he uh but he was like a big, like, I guess, jockish looking guy. And I said, oh, yeah, happy holiday. And he just turned and goes, no, no, no. Merry Christmas. I went, okay. Sure. Merry Christmas. That's what I said. I was like, all right. Again, <laughs> okay. But I was just like, oh, my God. And to Hope your husband up- has a good game this weekend. <laughs> I wish I had that one. <laughs> but he... Uh, but before that, he's this kind of guy. So apparently he has some kind of pay app on his Samsung phone where instead of mm-hmm. having to have a credit card, it's not where you have to scan his phone. His phone he where just, you like, would bop where, it, right? No, but where you would swipe a credit card even. He just takes mm-hmm. his phone and hovers it above the swipe and slowly, laboriously swipes it down. And then it takes the payment. But this Why asshole. Why just have a debit card? Exactly. To do that, he first had to go over the un- the written rule that you don't reach over yeah. somebody's register. So first that guy reached mm-hmm. over my register, put his phone, and then the technology's not quite there yet. So he had to, oh, of course. Yeah. And I was like, can I, can I help you? He's like, wait, wait, wait. And then like finally, after a minute, just went, ching, he went, he clicked the button, payment accepted. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, he's like, it's, it's a special app. Happy Christmas! It's like, God, this guy's a prick. And then uh, did he snort a toot out of his phone that was also a vape machine? Yeah, and then he... To complete the ensemble? <laughs> and then he he put in one of those, like, uh, I think there was a, a little attachment that... Some shitty attachment in early cell phone re that just, every time you got a text, it blew a windy cinnamon roll smell your way. Remember that? <laughs> smell text (laughs) you don't i think that might be out of your dreams uh well it might be a business opportunity waiting to happen oh apple's odor alert (laughs) yeah hey man that's not the worst idea what smells like taco meat oh mom's calling (laughs) somebody died (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my god merry christmas i guess just became a a political issue. Well, not just. It's been simmering along I thought it, on O'Reilly Show and Fox and Friends for a while. Do they still beat that drum? Is that still Trump seasonal? Trump made it a speech point when he was in Tallahassee right. stumping for some finger-blasting bla- finger butthole. Uh, 
he like Mr. Finger Blasted. <laughs> Senator Finger Blast. <laughs> because that fucking child molester is going to win in a landslide tonight. Mark my goddamn words. I don't mean I don't know. I think maybe some of the shines come on, falling off that turd. That uh, here's the deal. Oh wait, should we introduce the the special, very special? I've been I've I've been a a, a, a smelly elf <laughs> tooting away all day in in Domsey's workshop. We got some Christmas <laughs> treats today, fellas. Um, we do. I uh, uh, what was I going to say before that? Oh no, but the poll I was reading with Roy Moore was. That one poll that people were giving was, like, if they answered a phone in person they and they were registered Republican, they would not admit to voting for Roy Moore. And so the percentage was like, uh, oh, wow, a lot mm. of Republicans aren't going to vote for Roy Moore. But then with a um, – oh, that was another – a live person on the other phone. And then with a robocall yeah. – excuse me – the people that weren't feeling judged about voting for a child molester, uh, mm-hmm. the numbers went up exponentially, like fifty percent. Because all they, of a sudden you got you got an email of child porn, and you're like, "Wait, whoa, what?" Right, They're right. Like, yeah, guys, we're on the same team here. So I don't know, but then they like I think people after 2016, from what I was reading, all the pollsters or the the polling, yeah, uh, what yeah. would you call them? Institutions. They're just like, I'm not even nah. We're not we're not going to eat shit no. on this one again. Too many. No, variables. and it's like that that one. It's like the website's like three five seven or something. It's a very famous data collection polling site, and they they had to eat that shit sandwich because of uh, two thousand sixteen because they were like, oh yeah, Hillary landslide. Right. <laughs> it was like you've been saying this for the last six months. And like yeah, I guess we're wrong. That's kind of like when, I guess it's all bullshit. That's when you're in school and you like that you get a project at the beginning of the semester and they're like the oh, it's going to be a gradiated project so you hand in a rough then you hand in another yeah. draft and we keep working it until the final draft. And the, on your first rough draft you get a comment like this is a great start and you're like well I'm done. Done. I'm gonna put yeah. like I'm gonna put one spell check on there. About six months from yeah. now, we're good. This baby's not ready even. To go. You got to give the teacher something to do. She's got to earn her paycheck. Exactly. So they did the six month poll, and then they're like, "No, we're yeah, things can't change that much." <laughs> just the guy at the levers. I just imagine him going. Ee, 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 ee. <laughs> I just adjust it to make it look like stuff's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, hold on. We got, uh, we're missing a Henning. I haven't heard anything for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> That's what I... Uh, gold, Henning! You've so been missing bad. out on gold! All Bill Gates wants for Christmas is a brain. Wait, he's not even <laughs> Google, is he? Isn't that Yuri Gergerev or something? <laughs> Yuri Gergerev. <laughs> it's when the Russians sh- shot him to the stars, he found Google floating out there. Alpha, beta, On Google. a lonely asteroid. <laughs> All right, Merry Jingle Balls and Happy Holidays. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. With me, as always, are the, I guess you guys wouldn't be the elf, the two Santas. I got two Santas. May My your two Santas. toilets be sparkly and white <laughs> and filmed with needles, pine needles, <laughs> artisan, artisan needles. 
artisan, repurposed artisan needles. How is that not a thing? Just these craggy, bendy needles. I, I, I whittled them myself. Wooden needles. <laughs> it's just you banging on a large piece of metal with a machete. <laughs> I make my own needles. Only the cool hipster smack users. Uh, I cut you. I cut off my fellow elf. And Henning's also here. I said you were both Santas. Oh, I I would take the elf. I'm a demon moniker. in a red hat on a motorcycle. I'm working on a <laughs> I'm working on a rocking Christmas album. And that's that's my titular tune, man. That that's Rock. dad. That's dad. That's like cool dad Christmas music, you know. Maybe a little bit edgy. A little bit edgy, but kind of too. That's that's wild hogs. I edge. was you read my mind because I was like Tim Allen should have recorded a Christmas album. Guys, I'm we got into it. I don't know if it was purposeful. I don't know who's reading our stars, but we yearly now discuss the disgust of Tim Allen and how many Christmas movies that man is allowed to make. Yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you have opened your Netflix application as of recent, but Netflix's mm-hmm. featured Christmas movie this year is called El Camino Christmas, starring what? none other than Tim, the Tinselman, Tuller. Oh, is he like a scumbum dad? Yep. Yep. He's he's like literally like he's pulling a Bob Saget to come back to one of our sketches. He's being Drunk wow. dad at Christmas. Instead going of blue. he's going he very blue. Like it's like Back. it's a kind trying of trying to like, tarnish up that sterling image. Exactly. Somehow. It's like a, a little um, rust on that. Yeah, it's a taking bit of a, a machete to the metal husk that is his career. Exactly. He's uh <laughs> it's kind of like um it's kinda of like a wannabe diehard thing. It's weird. It's in a mix of like because it's it's dramatic. With like some okay. a lot of comic undertones, like Vincent D'Onofrio's in it, Dax Shepard, Jessica Alba. Shit. So from the trailer, you just go, "Oh, this is a comedy," and not. And I don't think it's a spoiler. When you watch it, it's it's far more like serious with some serious shit in it. But uh, oh, it's got uh, the the dad from RoboCop in it, or the dad from that '70s show who's the bad guy in RoboCop. Oh, Kirkwood yeah. Smith. Kirkwood Smith, who's great. That guy does not age. He's like a Howard. <laughs> no, he he has looked the exact same. Exactly. God, the career of that guy. Like he was probably what in his twenties when he made RoboCop. Looked fifty. <laughs> he did. He's one of those guys that looked exactly, exactly That's right. That's the secret. It's like That's damn rough, dude. But then when he's sixty and he still looks fifty, ooh la la. Would you guys John Luke Picard effect too? Oh, it's yeah, just look exactly. Look fifty in your twenties and you're set for life. I you if you well I don't know about set but people will be saying that if that's set <laughs> that's set you're good just coast bro <laughs> would you guys people re- will be saying about you that guy never heading ages. you're eighty yeah. I'm twenty years old <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> die soon I'm young it's that Jack syndrome w- would you guys <laughs> rather have a Kirkwood Smith career bad guy RoboCop funny dad that '70s show indie Netflix movie ten years later or like a Brad Pitt, go go go, making a, the yeah. high grossing movie every year. Uh, well, I mean, Brad Pitt always. Would you? Brad Pitt, yeah, you'd go oh, Pitt over Kirkland Smith. The the 
the more interesting comparison would be i mean because brad smith's uh <laughs> brad, brad uh, Smith. what a been... kenny and you gotta you gotta make one of those weird <laughs> image things <Yeah. laughs> as they meld <laughs> where it's like a a, a um, a darker skinned Brad Pitt, Kirkwood Pitt, Will Smith, Kirkwood, Kirkwood Pittwood Pitt. Brad, <laughs> Pittwood Brad. I'm still looking for Brad baby Pitt's, names, and Pittwood's a good one. Brad Pitt's been going on almost as long as Kirkwood Kirkwood Smith. He just has much better movies, so obviously he's a hunk, and he obviously Brad had Pitt an amazing need, career in life. Yeah, but he has to deal like with the paparazzi. A burnout. Burn you don't think Pitwood Kirk has to deal with the, the, the raving that '70s show fans? No, he he gets the dumb questions from TMZ. Like he gets the, he's the guy who they randomly hit in a parking garage, and they're like, "Isn't that the dad from that '70s show?" And then the cameraman goes, "And RoboCop," and they go, "Oh, follow me, follow me." Hey, how's RoboCop sequels yeah. coming? And he's like, "God, you!" And they're like, "Just say it, jackass," <laughs> say it. or whatever is. <laughs> catchphrase was you turd i don't know what it was <laughs> <You> turd. <laughs> that's pitwood kirk's catchphrase you turds uh yeah on that uh 1870s show you kids are turds sitting around smoking opium in a ditch <laughs> Uh, so you guys would go pit, oh, huh? Oh yeah. Well, why not? I mean, if, like, am I on with Terry Gross and like? Oh, I'd definitely be Kirkwood Smith. He's a he's a he's a working actor. He he's he does it all. It's like that's a bullcrap answer. You would choose everyone would choose Brad Pitt. I might go Kirkwood because you you feel he'll stand the test of time, whereas Brad Pitt is he's out any day now. No, no, no. Brad Pitt's gonna be around forever. He's a movie legend. But Brad Pitt also like he's under the microscope all the all the time. He's gotta like oh, I see. he's gotta do like like the big budget movies just to pay for like his lifestyle. Kirkwood Smith, if that guy just decided I'm gonna live in a two bedroom, never have to work again. Two bedroom. You and- assume that he doesn't already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirkwood's got that sweet '70s show money. Kirkwood's good. Dude's a millionaire. He's got that butthead money. Millionaire. That doesn't that doesn't go as far as you think these days. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, I was telling you earlier, I had a dollar fifty-seven in my checking account. I'm just saying, <laughs> more money, more more money, more problems, and I'm still smiling today. I had a dollar. Start, fi- cu- <laughs> start cutting checks as Kirkwood Smith. Oh yeah, maybe you could do that. Hey, uh, can you cash this, you turd, Kirkwood Smith? <laughs> That's not his catchphrase. You, um, yeah, mo, butthead. I think mo money. I think he called his kids buttheads. Was that you? I don't know if it was butthead. You, no, it wasn't butthead. It was jackass. You because it was jackass on that berm of when saying ass on TV was like becoming more toler tolerated. Um, God. Wasn't it something? It was like, you idiot. I don't. Never mind. <laughs> Stimpy. <laughs> I, wouldn't you rat? Wait, what if you could be uh, Billy West? Or Brad Pitt? Or mm. Brad Pitt, the great voice actor of many right. of our favorite animated shows. Not even Obviously, be recognized when you go all, outside. And that dude, yes. And that dude makes serious 
Doe. It does what he loves. For clearly, doing because he nothing. Works on all the great projects. That's true. Nobody knows what he looks like. Incognito. That's not bad. I mean, of course, like, I say that not having lived that life. Like, I understand what you're getting at. Like, you can't ever do anything like a normal person ever again. Right. I guess, but the, like, think, and, and Billy West is artistically fulfilled. I mean, I'm speaking like I know him. Yeah. There was also that, 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 that turd that was just the uh, movie trailer voice guy who just made millions of dollars a year just oh, doing yeah. the voiceover. And I saw an expose on him one time and he just sits in the back of his limousine, drinks Bud Lights, kicks his boots up, and just rides around from studio to studio recording these trailers. Now that's mm-hmm. to me is like um, Pat Sajak syndrome. The, these sure. people, these people, not these people, but I'm always these three or four people in the world: Alec Trebek, <laughs> Pat Sajak, yeah. movie voiceover guy who's now dead, movie trailer guy, Mark uh, Summers. Mark Summers. Uh, Mark Summers has branched out in in the last decade and kind of does his own food channel thing and has different projects. Let's stick strictly to Alec Trebek and Pat Sajak. You're going I, big cable and v- big cable and Vanna white. Um, I am always perplexed at these two and it's not a judgment, but it, it, it sounds like it cause it, it's kind of based in judgment, but, mm-hmm. uh, but it's more just like honest questioning. Like, do they, are they have uh, what's the what do I what can I get to, like they have done the exact and I kid you not exact and job mm. for 30 years now mm. it is yeah. in the entertainment industry so I'm not knocking having the same job for 30 years but in my if, if like creativity wise I see no difference mm-hmm. than the uh than Working the factory the bumper molder not- that's worked for 30 years and the guy literally spinning the wheel. I, I saw Eight Mile yesterday, and it was literally his job was he's on one side and the other guy's on the other side, and he just goes up, down, and they both press a button at the same time and then repeat over and over again. I don't know. I mean, the difference is the pay, right? And the recognition, right? Yeah. It's because only one person in the world can be Alex Trebek can be paid pat sajak they get paid just for being themselves which is another aspect of it too they're not even playing a role they're just right you're not the themselves best on tv player just hanging of out. wheel of fortune or <laughs> right know, like yeah. it'd be different if it was an earned you spot didn't win and the lottery like, of yeah of the skill you just have a you didn't pleasant take out the previous face. champion but if you're you gotta be kidding yourself if you don't think those guys aren't playing a character now I've had I if you've ever had a job, the same job that ha- involves the exact same thing for more than a year, you become mm-hmm. a character of yourself because a yeah, part of true. you dies. Like if you're serving the same coffee every morning, you mm-hmm. and you're smiling at the same customer you see who 9 times out or 5 times out of 10 is kind of a jerk cuz they haven't had their morning coffee and you're still like, "Hey Gary, double yeah. mocha." Oh. That's a character because as soon as you're done, is, yeah. you go have a beer with your other barista and you go, that fucking Gary, man. That motherfucker. <laughs> you don't think Pat Sajak goes into his dressing room and is like, 
those fucking plebs. Nobody buys a you. He takes out his machete again and just starts hitting that giant pile of metal. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I don't like know. Like a skexy. I, I know. Like, good for them. Like, I guess Alex Trebek, Alec Trebek is a little more perplexing to me. And yeah. maybe it's my judgment. Uh, because sometimes I hear him give when people don't get the answers right. He gives mm-hmm. it back to them like he knows it. And sometimes if it's even a uh, yeah. like a foreign sounding word, he says the word to them as though he speaks Czechoslovakian, <laughs> and I know that shit is bullshit. You yeah. Know? So and it's just getting fed to his earpiece. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't. Uh, it's just I. I and I actually that love. Is... I'm not a wheel of fortune. I'm not a. I'm not a wheel watcher, but I am a Jeopardy man. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. just yeah. think. I mean, let's look at it's not not all of them like end up great. Like Ray Combs, he's their statistics yeah. man. Sure. And Pat Sajak was a stand-up comic, I think. Oh, maybe. I Pat if real, I, real I, I, clean shit. I'll have to look it up for the blog, but I think Pat Sajak was a stand-up comic and there is yeah. nothing 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 against him <laughs> funny about that man whatsoever. He's that, doing dad jokes. It, but they're no like I don't. I don't even think he does jokes. Like he just does. Hey, Montana, let's do it. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like I heard you have a wife. Yeah, they're in the audience. Wives, roll it, Vanna. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, and they shoot like ten episodes a day. What do you think that guy pulls down? Who? Uh, Sajak. Sajak. Yeah. Uh, Two million a year. Casey? I I yeah I think I was my gut reaction was like a million. Oh guys, I think I bet he makes fifteen million dollars a year. Doesn't That's pay taxes. I I got a feeling because I mean you don't just you think he's on the vert like if he goes in for negotiations they think like we can get anybody because it kind of can. In fact, at this point, people be kind of like, oh thank God, like. At what least they, right. they could honestly just go back and just start playing old episodes, cancel the show, just play, and no one would be the wiser. Other than like stylistically, like why is Pat Sajak got a mustache now? Last last night he didn't have a mustache. Eh, whatever. It could literally just be like a hologram of Elvis now. Like it could be something very cool. It yeah, if he's Thor. getting paid as much as you think, why not take that money? Hire fifteen animators to just animate whatever hosting the show instead of him. Oh God, that would be so cool if every episode or every That's week you idea. turned in and it was like a different uh what are they called? Um like an uh, avatar avatar. So it's like a dragon who blows, you know, fiery letters at the wall. <laughs> Give me an A. <laughs> I think they get a lot more viewers if that was the case. I'd watch it all the time. I'd be like, ooh, what's this week going to be? Oh, it's a six-foot bubbling bong. Hey, bro. Can but I then as that? the then as Merv, the, the chairman of Merv Griffin Enterprises, I have to deal with waking up to Pat Sajak's dead body on my front lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Because uh, he's like, if you canceled the show, I'll kill myself. And it's like, I don't care. But don't you think, no, Pat Sajak, like, I mean, I'm telling you, Pat, it's it's for the best. When one door closes, another one opens. But Pat Sajak is going to be like Brooks from Shawshank Redemption once he leaves. He's not going to know what to do with themselves. I told you to double bag, Pat. <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom, sir? <laughs> Mr. Sajak, I told you, you can go anytime you want. You don't May have I to buy ask a vowel? <laughs> no! Just buy a sandwich! <laughs> Just, we don't sell letters here. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, speaking of fame speaking and of. It, it ending the way that you, that you are describing, Hans. Yes. Um, I know we talked about it, like, a month ago, but yeah. I do have that curse of the little rascals oh, tidbits. Oh, nice! Yeah, <laughs> um, shouldn't be. It's pretty. It's from a website called Nidorama. Okay, so I didn't write this. It was written by I know uh, that one, uh, Miss Selenia. So, anyway, Ms. so yeah, Selenia. Selenia. Oh, so, uh, it's a pun. I get it. Miscellania sounds what a like jackass. a porn star. I already am upset. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, this is like to feed into our conversation of like, will Kirkwood Smith have a demise like this? Will Pat Sajak die in a bowl full of spaghetti the way they used to back in the old days? Let's find out. Let's f- learn about the curse of the Little Rascals. According to uh, Little Rascals for backstory used to be called Our Gang when it first started. So. According to our our gang creator Hal Roach, 176 kids played in 221 our game our gang films made between 1922 and 1944. Like that's a shit ton of stuff. That's a lot. Yeah. High turnover. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not unusual for child stars to have been had a difficult time as they moved into adulthood, and if anything, uh, life in the 20s, 30s, and 40s was even tougher. Uh, Children who worked on the series typically started out earning less than $100 a week. They never earned residuals when our gang films made their way onto television in the 50s. Uh, The kids didn't get a penny. The result, when their fame ended, they didn't have any money left to fall back on like child stars of today. But, sorry, but at the time, was $100 a week good, though? Sounds pretty Uh, good. Seems like okay for like 1921. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go back and think about basketball players that played in the 60s, and they made, like, insurance right. salesman money. So I think, like, $100 in the oh, 30s yeah. wasn't so bad. Obviously, they're going to get screwed because, like, as soon as they got, like, one pimple or hit puberty, they got thrown to the curb. But Well, I mean, we can reassess it as we read. You hear yeah. these stories, but it's like, it seems like they may have, like, topped out way early. Right. Okay, I gotcha. Like, just, like... You know, kids in the twenties were tougher. So you have this kid who's working already, making a hundred dollars a week. You think maybe they just got surlier sooner? Oh yeah, spending all that money on tobacco and shit. Like they didn't stop you. They didn't stop kids from like they didn't um, like, limit back them. when you could buy buy heroin from a pharmacist. Exactly, exactly. And they hey, is that buckwheat? Of course. Here's your heroin order. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, here we're going to get into, so there's a mythology that the, the, these kids were cursed. Yes. Heard it. And you'll, you'll find out why. So first, Carl Alfalfa Switzer, 
Like many of the little rascals, Switzer uh, had trouble finding movie roles as he grew older. He landed bit parts in It's a Wonderful Life and The Defiant Ones, Mm -hmm. supporting himself uh, at such odd jobs as bartender, dog trainer, and hunting guide between acting gigs. Uh, He was shot to death in 1959 following an argument over $50. He was 31 years old. That's so fucking crazy. Holy shit, right? That left out, though, I mean, yes, curse, but also... From the E! True Hollywood story I saw, Alfalfa was a real piece of shit. He was kind of like a bit of a, a bit of a, a Bob Crane autofocus guy, like kind of still trying to push around that that weight. Like you know who I am? Yeah, I know oh, who you are. God, I'm gonna shoot you in the gut in 1959. Like you know me? I'm I'm Alfalfa. Ugh. As he unzips his pants, you're like, get out of here, you creep. <laughs> and he's still, I don't know. If, the thing I always see Alfalfa is he had a bit role in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, speaking of Christmas. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I always recognize him. And like, it's like that same thing with the Superman syndrome, the guy who played Superman, the first guy uh, yes. for TV. Re- George Reeves. George, George Reeves. Reeves. It's that same thing. I don't want to admit it's true, but like. As soon as Alfalfa shows up on It's a Wonderful Life, I'm every time I'm like, is that Alfalfa? Oh yeah, I'm watching yeah. a movie. Like it does take <laughs> right. me out of it. Like I get why he didn't get work later on because he was such a like he didn't it, he just became an old baby. He looked exactly right. the same. Still, it's kind of before the era of you being able to become that character actor. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't make it to the mid '60s, right? Like, he would have slayed in the 70s as, like, give him long hair and make him a hippie or, like, put him in a biker gang. Like, he'd just be weird. Yeah, exactly. James Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley kind of situation. Yeah. Um, Carl's brother, Harold, also appeared in our gang. Uh, In April 1967, he murdered murdered his girlfriend and killed himself. Mm, There you go. He was 42. Over $50? No, he, they didn't, they don't specify. All right. Over love. Yep. Uh, next, William Buckwheat Thomas. Oh, boy. When his career in front of the camera ended, Thomas became a film technician with the Technicolor Corporation. In October 1980, a neighbor who hadn't seen Thomas in several days entered his home, found him dead in bed. Cause of death, heart attack. Thomas was 49. Ooh, heart attack. That was just a bummer because you like. <laughs> That's young. Uh, Robert That's Wheezy young. Hitchens, a cadet. In the uh, Army Air Corps, Hitchens was killed in 1945 while trying to land his plane during a training exercise. He died a few days shy of his 20th birthday. There you go. So, yeah, we haven't hit anyone who lived over 50. That's pretty crazy. Matthew Stymie Beard, a high school dropout, Beard fought heroin addiction for more than 20 years and was frequently in and out of prison. He beat the habit in the 1970s and passed away in 1981 at the ripe old age of 56. Damn, that's like cause that. of death. Cause of death: pneumonia following a stroke. <laughs> so oh, two, double two for... duty. Yeah, that's back in the day when that hero. Like they make it sound like, oh yeah, he, you know, started shooting up smack. That guy, he just they just gave him. They just had him suck on some laudanum on set because he had a sore yeah. throat or something, and then he was hooked on heroin. It's yeah. like tombstone. Yeah, they were just like, here, take your medicine. And he was like, now I need it every day. Isn't that the same shit that happened to Judy Garland, kind of? Like, they were just like, pumped her up f- full of all these legal pills, and then she was just off to the yeah. races. 
yeah, I think that's where it all started was like, because even they say even back when they first started filming Wizard of Oz, like they made her smoke like five packs a day what? to keep her skinny. Oh, shit. You imagine what the set of Wizard of Oz smelled like now? I'll never watch it the same <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's dumb. Look at her fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Just all, you notice how wizen and yellow she Five looked. packs a day. Yeah. Even if that's hyperbole and it's one pack a day, that's and fucking I think crazy. I'm I'm lowballing. <laughs> I I feel like I read it; and it was more. There, like I mean, that's not like I mean, people just smoked. Like, Edward R. Murrow, I think, legitimately smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. Like people just pounded that shit and bat an eye. And then, but like, why? All right, uh, not to get us too off track, but. Come on. I, I think as soon as things get into the social consciousness that, like, cigarettes are really bad for you, now if somebody were to decide to start and pick up five packs of cigarettes a day, they would be uh, our gang style dead at 30. You know what I mean? But back then, yeah. because they didn't have the stress of thinking about how bad smoking was mm-hmm. for them, I just think that that helped in like these get people still live to like 90 years old and shit you know some of them not all of them i think maybe the tobacco was better maybe something about it i mean that's still i don't strange, know. I, but... I used to i used to smoke and sometimes i'd go on a bender in which i would have a pack of cigarettes in a day and you feel the next day like somebody like hit you with rubber bullets in the chest it is just oh God, so yeah. intense all right, who who else? Now, is it the dog now? Uh, Did he get hit by a plane or uh, something? The, we're getting there. Uh, Darla Hood Granson contracted hepatitis while in the hospital for a minor surgery Damn. and died in 1979 at the age of 47. Gotcha. Hep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hers was really short. Like that Again, that one's just like uh, grimy, some grimy, shitty hospital somewhere. Hospitals are the worst, man, when I hear about people getting infections in there. Never trust a hospital. Never trust a, an orderly. That's all I'm saying. I'm not listing orderlies. 90% yeah. of them. Um, check, <laughs> a, check their fingernails. Oh, uh, The next guy, Norman Chubby Chaney. Chubby. Chaney's weight was due to a glandular problem. By the time he was 17, he weighed more than 300 pounds. In 1935, he had a surgery to treat his condition that dropped his weight down to 130 pounds. Ooh. But he never he never regained his health. And passed away in 1936 at the age of 18. Whoa, 18. Jesus Christ. 18. Oh, yeah. We we were thinking 47 was young. Some of these are horrific. There's no Kirkwood uh, Smith in there. Oh, no. Yeah. Scotty Beckett. Scotty was a kid who wore the cap uh, turned to the side of his head. A classic case of a Old side cap? Star. I remember him. Old side cap. He invented the side cap. <laughs> Just no Trump uh, invented the side cap. We can wear uh, our caps to the side again this year. <laughs> Aren't you happy about it? Merry side cap. Uh, Beckett slid into alcohol and drug abuse when his acting career petered out. He had two failed marriages, a history of violence, and numerous run-ins with the law. In 1968, he checked into the Hollywood nursing home after after someone beat him up. <laughs> a nursing so he checked home? Into, oh, Isn't he 39? Yeah. It must have been a wicked ass beating. Oh my god, it's not funny. Uh, but no, it's not. That was just the sentence. It was like checked into a Hollywood nursing home. You're like, oh, I must have been, you know, some sort of mental. Nope, someone beat him up. Ugh. 
Uh, two days later, he was dead. Hmm. Investigators found a bottle of pills and a suicide note by his bed, but the coroner never ruled out whether it was the beating or the barbiturates that killed him. He was 38. Oof. I gotta tell you, I, I, unless I see a certain tropical fruit-flavored gentleman on this list, the curse is not entirely accurate, because one famed uh, oh, yeah. R-ganger went on to have Pineapple. a storied career in two episodes of Nightcart, one uncredited. Might have not been him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- next we have William Froggy Laughlin. The shoeshine man. Fate worse than death. What's the Hawaiian punch connection? Uh, His name was Pineapple. He was Samoan, we think. But probably not. He was probably Native American. Uh, Next is... played Samoan on TV. Oh, yeah. Like they all do. Uh, William Froggy Laughlin rear-ended and killed by a truck driver while delivering newspapers on his motor scooter in 1948. (laughs) He was 16. Oh, my God. Still had a paper route. Paper route. He was Such yeah. an hour gang way to go. I know delivering papers on a motor scooter. Oh, you said he was sick on a, like a janky motor scooter. You ever uh, tried to deliver papers even on like a bicycle? That shit. Froggy was asking for it. It's the worst. Uh, Richard Mickey Daniels, long estranged from his wife and children, Daniels died alone in San Diego motel room in 1970. Cause of death: death cirrhosis of the liver. Years passed before his remains were identified and claimed by his family. Daniels was 55 when he died and is buried in an unmarked grave. Oh, that, that end cap is the, the roughest right, like, part of like... that one. What is he, a oh, civil man. war she... general found on a <laughs> battlefield? I will. I, the structure of these are impeccable. I have to give it to Nidorama. Maximum <laughs> punch. And then last, but certainly not least, Bobby Blake. Oh, yeah. He used his real name, Mickey Gubitosi. Oh my God. Gubitizio in our gang films in 1942. Uh, if you're charged with murdering your wife, you beat the, to beat the rap. Uh, what? Does that, oh, okay. Gotcha. They're going into. In the 90s, Blake took up a, with a woman named Bonnie Lee Bakley. Uh, he didn't mm. know it at the time, but uh, she was a celebrity obsessed con artist who wanted uh, to have a baby with the Hollywood star. Blake took the bait, and in the year 2000, Bakley gave birth to Blake's daughter. Five months later, they were married. On May 4th, 2001, Bakley was shot in the head and killed while sitting in her car outside of a restaurant where she and Blake had just eaten dinner. In April 2002, Blake was arrested and charged with Bakley's murder. In March 2005, a jury found him not guilty. He beat the rap, but the media continues to doubt his innocence. Blake says that's a result of the ordeal. He is now destitute. Is he destitute? That's what it's. But like. alive. But, but alive. alive. Him and pineapple. Uh, what is your verdict Wait. on that one, fellas? Can you weigh in? Guilty? Not guilty? Uh, yeah, I think guilty. It's a- Bakey married Blakely. I don't. <laughs> Donna Blakey. Blakely. I lost track of it. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Blake and Bla- Bakely. Uh, I I don't know if we talked about this on there yet, but here's my thing. Yes, guilty. And this is not me defending him, defending a murderer. What I am defending is this guy knows how to play the game. If you want to get away with murder, you get as you make it as weird as possible. Now, follow me on this one. Here's the reason Blake said 
he could not have killed his wife because yeah. they walked to the car, he left her in the car, mm-hmm. and then he went, oh, wait, from a restaurant. Oh, wait, I forgot my revolver in the booth in the restaurant. So he, as he oh, went God. back to get his gun, that is when the person when was, she murdered. was murdered. Now, if your wife is murdered... And they ask, and you're the last person to see her. Isn't the last thing you want to tell the cops the reason I wasn't there is because I had to get my gun? It's to go brilliant get because it is the just weird on top of weird because you're implicating yourself, but you're not. Like it's this weird mix. So they're like, but if he was guilty, like if he was guilty, he wouldn't have given us this weird information. Mm-hmm. But, and if, he, if he's innocent, how can he be innocent? Because he's already got a gun, but he didn't have a gun. And that gun doesn't match the... Eh, I mean, I'm telling you, this He guy, must be innocent. It, there's something weird about it. Oh, I think, here's the... I Go... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I always notice that about the case. It's like, if you... It's like, isn't there something funny about that with OJ, too, where he's like... Like, he just made it weird on top of weird with, like... The, nah, I, I don't, I, I'm, yeah. I, I don't want to take it too weird. I'm thinking about him cutting his hand on the glass or something. But like, oh right, no, it's like if you muddy the water you enough muddy the with water. as much yeah. inane weird facts, then when the jury has to sit down and think about it, like they're under a time constraint of some sort. Yeah. So it's like once you start going over the weird facts and just looking at them like that, like that's kind of all that you start to hear. Like you lose the bigger picture contents, right? Because with yeah, with Blake, you hear gun. He had to go get a gun, and then the next thing you also hear somewhere in there up there is like, "But wait, those bullets don't match that gun. So why am I yeah. even hearing about this? Wait, so his gun doesn't match the thing, and so it, like it it all gets it all gets very strange. Did you have more information on it? Uh, yeah, just the I, the last little part because I think we talked about just some of the. The quick takes like that guy named Robert Bone Dust Young. Yeah. Fell asleep fell asleep while smoking in bed. Died in the ensuing fire. He was thirty-three. Oh God. Uh Jay Pinky Smith, aka the freckled face kid, stabbed to death in two thousand two by a homeless man he'd befriended, who then dumped Smith's body in the desert outside of Las Vegas. He was eighty seven. Ooh, that's a lot lifelong lived <laughs> under bridges. Oh, this one is the the saddest one. Uh, they're t- both kind of sad. Kendall Breezy Br- Brisbane McCombs, McComas committed suicide in 1981, two weeks before being forced into retirement as an electrical engineer. He was 64. Ugh, he was just sad. Like that That's one's really just sad. sad. Yeah, these are all not the happiest of holiday stories. Um, so yeah, to uh, but the to the highlight uh, is uh, Hal Roach, who outlived many of his child, child stars. Died in 1982, or excuse me, 1992, at the age of 100. Because <laughs> he sucked all their life. He's like a vampire. He's a jippy. Oh uh, yeah. So that was not to bring not to bring us down, but oh yeah, don't Hal worry, Roach, don't worry. I can Hal bring Roach us- lived almost three times longer than some of those kids. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Froggy was 16. Got hit by Hal Roach. On his- <laughs> no, that was almost. Uh, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Well, I can bring us right back up, fellas. Are you guys ready for your first holiday special treat? Sure. Unwrap the gift? Yeah. It's okay. Uh, full disclosure, it's kind of only holiday because I put holiday in the title. 
Mm-hmm. This is called the Holiday Soda Spectacular. Can you guys figure out? Here's how the game is played. Can you figure out the names of these sodas based on the antonymous clues? Antonym. Antonymous clues. Uh, okay. Here's right. an example. Yeah. Okay, you're going to kind of Carl Megan's it. Exactly. Here's an example. I say Mr. Downer, you say... Seven Up? Mr. Downer, like you're down, up, happy. Dr. Pepper. Boom! Or here's another easy one. Valley Dust. (laughs) Sierra Mist? Well, that's not bad, but Valley (laughs) Dust. Boom! There you go. All right, so those are the easy ones, fellas. Oh, good. (laughs) For the Holiday Soda Spectacular. Here we go. First one to chime in gets it. Ogre. Ah. Ogre. How many one-word sodas are there? I know. None of the ones I'm thinking of are... Let's go down the list, baby. It's not Coke. It's not Pepsi. Not Squirt. Squirt, you got it. Is it? Yeah, squirt, little, ogre, big. Oh, okay, got you. That's not <laughs> <Okay>. bad. <laughs> you you guys better be on your toes for this one because you're going to be ready to jump right at it. Little green. Big red. Boom, Shit. got it. This one is, I'm kind of Alex trebek you. Down nine. <laughs> But it would be pronounced, that's as one word. Down nine. Down nine. <laughs> Seven up? Uh, no. It's a big one. It's a major. Just a little hint. Think Is Mr. It- Downer. Mr. Downer? Like Pepsi Cola? You got it. Pep, down, nine. Oh, C. German, opposite of you. C. Spanish. <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> yes, got ya, got ya, got ya. They're getting the hang of it. Oh boy, there's these these do not no get because... easier. Okay. Uh, actually, you guys have this one. Smack. Jolt? Mm, no. It's close. <laughs> Smack. Some of these are antinom- antinomious, and some of them are like more adjacent. Sim- Simularios. Yes. They're under an umbrella, gentlemen. <laughs> don't, don't smack, <laughs> smack. It's a big What's one. The opposite of a smack, smack. Coke to hit. Boom! Smack you got it. You can have oh, a pop street. of smack or a two smack, of coke. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Those are the bigs, the opposites. The two bigs are opposite. Smack, yes. Not as in the yeah. I think you guys might be ready to jump right at this one. Oh no! I I, I forgot one. I I missed one. I jumped over one. This one, not the easiest, but you can do it. Just just think it out. Bowl, broth, beer. Oh, wait. No. No, wait. Wait. Sorry. Bowl, broth, soda. Bowl, broth, soda. <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know how this makes sense. Ginger beer? Oh, no, wait, it is. I put the wrong one on it. Uh, it is bowl broth beer, but I gave you the last one away. So it's soda. So just bowl broth. Bowl broth. Soda. Bowl broth soda is, brand... is the real word. God, I messed this one up. Brand gotcha. name or a kind of soda? 
It is genre. a brand. It is a brand name and a kind of soda, but the brand name uses the kind of soda in the brand. We got to no. Gotta it is a brand Don, name with the kind of soda. Don Honda's on this one. So what would be the opposite of bowl? Bowl broth beer is the clue. Is the clue got you. So we got the soda part. Mm-hmm. Bowl cup bowl, maybe. Cup. He's thinking. Warm. You're warm on that one. You're warm on the bowl. (laughs) Mug root beer? Mug. Bowl broth beer. Last one, soda. So it's, you got the first, you got the first and the last. Mug Mug blank soda. Cream soda. Cream. Cream. The opposite of broth is a cream base, baby. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I got a lot of these. Maybe I'll, I'll bounce around on them because I still have the famed Christmas Domsday Christmas be ready. How about this one? Be ready to jump right at this one, f- fellas. Mm-hmm. Stiff blue, uh, mellow yellow. Ooh. Oh, you're getting right. on it, Henning. Nice one. Oh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Now, full disclosure: part of these you heard before, but with different antonym clues. So here we go. Canyon Clay Work Sludge. <laughs> Canyon Clay Work Sludge. Mountain Dew. Getting there. Code Red? Close. Got the first part. Clay. Clay Sludge? Clay- no. Canyon Clay Work Sludge. Work sludge. sludge. Game fuel. You got it. There you go. <laughs> okay. That's Canyon Clay Work Sludge, which is a new a new nickname for someone. Ooh. <laughs> Canyon Clay Works. That was what my work holiday party was called. This one is, uh, I might actually use this name for a soda because I think it's quite beautiful. Ready, gentlemen? Alaskan uh, Chore. <laughs> Alaskan Chore. Hawaiian punch. Nope. Punch? Alaskan oh, chore. No. Close. You're warmer. You're in the right temperate climate. It's not Hawaiian? Like locale. It's not Hawaiian, but that's what you're warm on that. Mexican it, Cokes? Alaskan chore. Uh, chore. Fun? Similar. Sir. Yeah, you're getting there. So Play. it's it's... A tropical something. Tropical. Well, no, tropical is not the word, but no, no, no. Similar. I'm just thinking of other. This one's got me. Brazilian, Mexican. Uh... I don't know if this is even a real place. I say uncle. I throw in the towel on this one. <laughs> Any? Yeah. I give up. Alaskan chore is Tahitian treat. <laughs> Oh, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Actually, oh man, I couldn't. I was thinking, couldn't think of any other location drinks, but Tahitian treat. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What is Tahitian treat? Isn't that it's a, a fruit punch? That's a brand name. Oh yeah, it's a oh, Hawaiian yeah. punch, basically. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah. I, I'll I'll leave you with two more because I got more. But let me throw this one at you. Troll. Didn't we do a troll? <laughs> Ogre squirt. squirt? <laughs> You already did squirt. Yeah, we already did that one. Uh, troll. Troll the creature or troll the action? That troll you take the creature. Good question. I'll mm. allow it. 
And thanks for the hint. You didn't Sprite. have to give, give me with You got it. Oh, oh that ding was good. perfect. <laughs> All right. Last one, gentlemen. That's E-Weaves uh, messaging me. Uh, we got um, Basin Grit Calm Green. Basin Grit. So this is Mountain Dew again. Code Red. Boom. This is Code Red. There it is, basic okay, grit, calm it. green. I'm calling a calm green. <laughs> calm green. What were your three for Mountain Dew? It was like valley, valley mist. Valley dust, valley basin dust. grit, canyon clay. And I didn't even tell you. I didn't even tell you the last one because I got one more on there. But I'll save it for next year. There it was, the seasonal soda spectacular. Boo, 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 boo. Mom's leaf wine. Mom's leaf wine. Dad's root beer. You got it. I'm on it. I know what I'm doing. I wanted to give one back to Hansi. Like that. Oh, I'm trying to think of one. Can't stump the soda It'll nerd. come to me. It'll <laughs> come to me. Well, as it's coming to you. You guys want a Christmas spelling bee in the meantime? Oh, I'm ready, you valley cream <laughs> soda cream. Oh, man. <laughs> I think Hans is going to sweep this one. I guess. All right, you have to come to a consensus. Is it holiday themed? Or one of you say it. Yes. Because we can't, like, you guys can't both start just spelling at the same time. Who wants to start? So, I'll start. You, Yeah, go for it. Casey will start, or Hans will start. Casey will offer corrections, perhaps. If any are oh, we're gonna we're so we're beating you. We're going to get you're the Pat Sajak, and Hans and I are. Are you the B master? Yes, I'm the B master. Yes, gotcha. All right, MC. Your first word, gentlemen, B-M-B. is <laughs> very good. B. One point. <laughs> <laughs> before even starting, before even the first word, Hans is up. First word, oblation. 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 Can you use it in a rhyme, please? <laughs> my, uh, my spirit of oblation was giving a standing, standing, standing ovation. It's a rough rhyme. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Well, I stuttered. I, I've got it. it but the is, rhyme was solid. So I'm not spelling yet. Um, but workshopping. He's just I'm, workshopping. I'm workshopping, which is allowed. Um, I believe I'm either going with an O or an AU. Let me think. Uh, oblation, oblation could be a ploy. All right, I got it. Oblation, O-B-L-A-T-I-O-N, oblation. Give me my standing. You got it. Oblation. Oblation, the act of offering or receiving a gift. Ooh. It stands in for both. One point. Presents? Yeah. Giving and getting presents. All right. That's a $10 word. I'm going to throw that around the old Van Heel Christmas and see how that flies. That's going to be my gift. (laughs) It's my word of the day. Sorry, I know how to spell words. I'm gay. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Get my glittery Vikings jersey. (laughs) Second. Your second word, gentlemen. The second word. Poinsettia. Mm. Poinsettia. The red flower popular at this time of year. What do you think? Straight up just point? 
P-O-I-N point setia? I think it's point S-E-T-T-I-A. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. If you keep that T, point setia? I say go point setia. Very point literal st- person. Point setia. I can, I can spell it out in my head and you're wrong. No. Without you going through it. There is no T in, in the middle of it. Two T's. You got it from S-E-T-T-I-A, Hans. Just point uh, setia. So there was no T. That was my question, if there was a, that T. Oh, it's just point? Point yeah. setia. Oh, is it Hawaiian? Yeah. Is it a Hawaiian plant? Like poi? No? Setia? It's from Mexico. Huh? Is its country of origin. Pineapple. And it's named after the first U.S. minister to Mexico, Joel Roberts Poinsett. Oh, it's uh, a race. It's an imperialism flower. See, you never know who you're smooching <laughs> under. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. So, all just right. some guy's well, name. No way to no way to one, really one on one off. It out. Okay. You guys knew where this one was coming. Third word. Mer. I got this one. M Y R R H Mer. Nice. You guys just seen it enough in in our Santa How sketches. many times have we rewritten that sketch? <laughs> Could do frankincense in my sleep. I hope so. You know what it is? And you guys looked up what it actually is, I'm sure, by now. Oh, actually seen one? No, I haven't. It's ever. a sweet-smelling oil, right? Yeah. It's the same as frankincense, myrrh. Just an extract from a really thorny desert tree. The thornier, the better. The sweeter the smell. It's from Sounds a Arabian couple to me. of old blader buttholes with the worst gifts ever. <laughs> I brought you. Did sweet... you know how thorny? Did you know how thorny this bush was? I brought you sweet broths, and my brother <laughs> brought you creams. <laughs> they come bearing broths and creams. <laughs> I'm the broth man. My brother's the cream. <laughs> I brought you bro- uh, bone broth, and he brought you sweet creams. What'd you bring? Gold? I brought you an atlas. He brought you a travel guide to somewhere you'll never go. <laughs> <laughs> brought you a flip-flown. <laughs> and yeah, I said flown. I flown in a flip-flown. <laughs> uh, what if, oh yeah, what if that's a funny idea, because the wise men, you know how like people can be really wise, but in today's technological age as wise as mm-hmm. a person is they don't tend to go with the tech like trend so it's like you can be like i'm trying to think of um you know you'd be like ralph nader but he'd be like what does he have a flip phone so it'd be like all <laughs> the wise men are like you know still have dial up and just uh, yeah obsolete technologies myspace Here's your Tamagotchi for Christmas. Your Bernie Sanders text. Yeah, your Tiger handheld. Book-wise, but not tech-wise. All right. The, uh, <clears throat> the last word I'll give you. Mm-hmm. Wasseling. 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 W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-S-S-A-I-W-A-
That's how I do it too, Hans. I have to store like a an alternate pronunciation of the word in my head. Like wassling, I go was sail ling. Right, because then you and then you get know all how to spell those parts of the words appropriate letters. And I mean, nobody like poinsettia, or what did you say, points poinsettia? I just heard poinsettia. Like growing up, it was just a poinsettia. You know, like there's no like yeah enunciation on on things. What? Yeah, that was, I those T's bleed the, over. Setia. I enunciated the poinsettia, but I didn't. I didn't put a T in there. That would be a funny Christmas image, like a bunch of poinsettias as um. Uh, satellites pointing out into space doing the SETI thing, point SETI. Uh, be a fun nerd Christmas card. <laughs> be a little deep, Jeez. but the nerds are smart enough. Why are those flowers in space? <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas. What's 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 SETI? Why did what? my uncle give me this? <laughs> I hate my uncle. <laughs> well, going on that theme. Uh, I have a little Christmas. It's not just a spelling bee, but it's a Christmas bee, gentlemen. You Are you game? This is intense. Like trivia about Christmas? There are five segments. Let me get into it here. Let me. It's the 2017 Domsday Christmas bee. It's written out. I'm going literal. Welcome to the first ever annual Oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Doomsday Christmas. <laughs> Domsday Christmas be. This will be a test of merry mental wits and sacred spirit sagacity. There will be Ooh. five days of sections here. Each section or <laughs> question of will stand autonomously in instructions and rules, but will correlate with the other segments for scoring. And we're having holiday fun now. Section one, eight miles of holly. The first feat of this bee is the rhyming portion. You will each be given a word for which you will have 30 seconds of prep time and 60 seconds to complete the hip-hop holliest beats, Skeet. Now, who would like to go first? Go for it, Hen. Guess H bomb's got to step up so to the mic. The person going first, your word. Let me get my timer ready. One second. Just one word. There's one word that you get to rhyme with. Let me get my timer, and it is jingle. Thirty okay. seconds has started. I'll let you know when it's up, and your rap sesh can begin. Maybe I can drop a hot beat underneath it. Post, post hot beat, because I'm not going to do any. (laughs) (laughs) No beatboxing. Hans fainted. Five seconds. (laughs) Handing log out of rhyme zone. And pencils down, time, and your jingle rap begins now. I only did one line. Let me say I'm Kris Kringle, all the way I jingle. As of this year, I'm not... Anymore single. Woohoo! Yeah! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very wholesome, wholesome rap. Uh, Is that what, what you're looking for? Eat it, Is berries the... of dingle. I'm out, H-bomb eight. Amendment. All right, there's 30 seconds. Amendment to the game. 
30 seconds of prep time. Do you have to fill 30 seconds? And 30 seconds of wrap time. 60 seconds was a lot. I see. So we have 30 seconds so, yes. to fill. Casey, it is your Got turn, it. but your word with your 30 seconds of prep time starting after I tell you is jolly. 30 seconds on the board to prep. I guess I'm, I can always, <laughs> I guess it got real quiet. I, sh- I got to fill it here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And I can put it with bells. Henning, you did miss with jingle the classic word of fingle. I just got with Roy Moore on the brain. All right. 30 seconds is up. Casey, your 30 seconds of hip-hop holiday beat time begins now. All right. Uh, I guess we roll into the club. All hot and bothered on Molly. Shaking our things, feeling very jolly. Look over there. Is that Miss Barry Holly? <laughs> I'm going over there. Dad brain, dad oh, raps. Yeah, that's that is a good one. It sounded like Hank <laughs> yeah, Hill. A little bit. All right, we got two winners right there. There's nothing wrong there. I'll I'll be scoring. I'm keeping track on my own. By the way, if you have any question about whether because things are come up where you have to guess like days of Christmas, I have them all written down, so I'm not cheating here. All right, gentlemen. That was a successful segment one. Eight miles of holly. All right. <laughs> I think Ooh, vitamin C on. one, though. Moving on if to we're scoring. section two, baby. Tim, the tool man's still cool, man. <laughs> you will each be given 30 <laughs> seconds to justify why Tim, the tool man, either should or should not be allowed to make another Christmas film. To go to decide on who gets to go first and who the so the first person we gets to choose do a debate one in the one in the pro one in the against the person who selects the day the closest day of Christmas right now gets to choose two things if they want to go first and if they want to defend or oppose the tinsel tool man. <laughs> so tinsel tool man, gentlemen, pick. A day of Christmas. There's three French hens. There's eight maids a milking. Twelve drummers a drumming. Go ahead and pick. Uh, I'll go eleven lords a leaping. That's eleven pipers piping for Henning. Okay, Casey. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have to recall. No, which no, one's no. Right? You just have to guess a day of Christmas. Oh, uh, the uh, I go five, fifth day. Four. All right, Casey, you're closer. Because it was the second day of Christmas, two turtle doves. So, Casey, you get to pick. It's basically pick a number. Who's closer? I'm just making it holiday-themed. Go with it. Christ. Oh, okay. Got you. All right. Uh, so, I get to pick whether I will go okay. second. And what's Henning have to do? And I will... Henning has to be negative. Henning's going against the tool man. All yes. right, Henning. So, he shouldn't make another one? That's my position. That's correct. Yeah, why well, he shouldn't be gifted the frankincense of another Christmas film. Exactly. And right. I have got the timer. 30 seconds begins. Ding! <laughs> Hi, my name is Henning Kachi. I'll be arguing against the proposition that Tim the Toolman ter- Taylor should oh, be starring in any more Christmas movies. 
A, he's he's had enough on his plate already. He's let, had like five chances, and each one was worse than the last. B, he already did Tool Time, which has nothing to do with Christmas. I mean, home improvement. And uh, uh, he got busted oh, with time. Coke that one time. Ooh, that was a strong finish. Strong finish. The Coke finish. The blame game. Mm-hmm. I was reaching for Coke straws. Coke straws. All right. This shouldn't be hard to do. We're going. All right. I have to say that he deserves as many Christmas movies as you can give him because he is a proven box office draw. He is a wholesome character despite his earlier allegations of drug abuse. He has no recent sort of sexual things happening so he's still and he's a avid outed trump supporter so he can appeal to the masses of the trumpites whom i would assume will consume this christmas fair there was trump supporter he's a trumper he hasn't yeah and trump he's and christmas go right together work that's your premise of it. yeah he's gonna give us all that money to spend on that's christmas <laughs> All right, I'm marking my, uh, we'll find out at the end who who wins there. Henny and I will say there was a flaw in your argument because there were a number of Christmas-themed home improvement episodes, which may mm. would make it fall in the realm of Christmas. Just a heads up. Tangentially related. Tangentially related. As all now, any sitcom would be over time. Here is number three. Which perhaps, I'll shorten it, but it will also explain why I was quick to spell myrrh and wassailing so smart. Ah. Because earlier, I wasn't looking at it. I wasn't looking at it, I promise that. But of course, I had to research Christmas words for segment three. Henning defends his candy cane crown. This is the spelling portion of the B. You will each spell until one of you misses. Pick... A Domsness de day of Christmas to see who goes first. Seven. Se- seven. Nine. Elaine. Well, now I don't know what to do because it I was assume. eight. So, uh, Maids milking. Uh, uh, Henning, you're going first. Champion gets to go first. Yes. Spell Kroom Kaka. <laughs> this is a, a Domsness. All these are real words. Specialty. All these, these are, are real words. Krumkaka. Be happy to use it in a sentence. Give me the definition, please. It is a Norwegian holiday treat. Krumkaka. Mm. I've spent many Christmas days. Often filled with sweet creams, actually. Over, oh, yeah. Over a savory bowl of krumkaka. Did you do the research on the on the uh, pronunciation? Yes. This is a Frywald sure. family treat as well. I did do the research. Krumkaka. I a Norwegian. I'll, I'll even help. It's a Norwegian pastry. Uh, K-R-U-M-M-K-A-K-A. K-R-U-M-K-A-K-E? Uh, I said K-A-K-A. Oh, that's where you went wrong. It was K-A-K-E. Otherwise, everything else was right. Ooh. You said kaka, not ka. So K-R-U-K-A-K-E. It's kroom kaka. Kaka-ki. Hitler's favorite. Pass me the kroom kaka. No, that's definitely a Midwestern (laughs) treat. Casey. 
this is for well, uh, I'll, I'll we'll do this this one. I'll give you this one, and then I'll, I'll I have one more, and then we'll move on. Even though I have a, a plenty of words here, um, Casey, rumagrat, rumagrat. Definition, please. It is a mushy Norwegian porridge. <laughs> oh, we're going all <laughs> often called cream cultural mush fare in the United States. Creamed <laughs> mush. So it's room igrat. Room igrat. R u m e g r a t. Wrong. <laughs> Jingle, jingle, wrong. Oh, really? Henny, you want to want to have a go? Want to save it? R o o m i g r a d. Jingle wrong, jingle wrong. You're both jingle wrong. Even wronger somehow. <laughs> it is R o m m e g r o t. Rumegrot, a creamed mush. <laughs> Yum. It's delicious, by the way. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys... So I thought um, we'd... Because uh, myrrh was on my list. Frankincense was on my list. Wassailing's not on my list, but I had to mm-hmm. use it in a sketch for later. But um, all right. Here we go. Moni wa chikandwelero cha Christmasi. That old English... Merry Christmas. It's Zimbabwean. Ah. Ooh. That's nice. Sweet. How about... So what this is Merry Christmas in Zambia, but just how do you think they spell the last word, which is Christmasi? Christmasi, excuse me. With a K? Correct. R-A-S-R-I-S-T-M-A-S-S-I? Close. Extra S in there. Just one S at the end? Just one just S. One S huh? This is how they say Merry Christmas in, Zamb- in the language of Chuya. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say. I don't know if that's true. That just is a word that's next to these. But this is how Merry Christmas is said <laughs> in a language in Zambia, Malawi, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. Moniwa chikandwilero cha Christmasi. I'm sure that's the exact pronunciation, and there's nothing as spicy about what I just did. Oh, man, I can hear the drums of that German Day Parade rolling through. Well, I'm going to save it right here because we got section four, Christmas Buds. But you know where this is right. going? Ripping some J's? You, this is, uh, you'll each take turns, and you have a choice here. You will either name as many Christmas-related uh, beer labels you can come up with, or Christmas-related weed names you can come up with (laughs) in 45 seconds. These don't have to be real. They're just punny, i.e. eggnog for weeders, or Uh Brudolph the head-nosed rain beer for brewers. (laughs) Brudolph. (laughs) So, oh, man. And And we go back and forth, naming one until... Oh, that's out. good. I like that. Yeah, mix uh, it up. Go for it. And yeah, so yeah, let's. I'll, I'll keep a time. I'll I'll be on a timer. So let's say each round you guys get, uh, you know, like go back and forth like ten seconds, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll buzz you. Hey, I bet I could join in this one. 
Because I don't have any written yeah, down. Don't I don't have any written down other than my examples. Should we just go round robin and whoever is it, falters? Yeah, I like that. Is out. Who? Uh, Holly Berry cough. Not bad. Ooh, and we bring it back to the Holly Berry. Uh, <laughs> Santa's beard. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, beard. Um. Oh boy, I guess I. <laughs> I know eh, you're I out. <laughs> uh, Eggnog was so good. Yeah, though. I did egg. I I already I already burned myself out. Uh, Christmas weed. All right, that's all right. <laughs> Christmas Damn weed. It. That was my next. All one. right, I mean, go ahead. It's, it's between the two champions, anyway. Bud light. Bud light. Bud light. Pine. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's not bad for Bud Light Lime. Uh, oh, it's even a double, like a Christmas light. Eh, you're out. I'm out. I'm just kidding. Shock top. Mm. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? How about Grinch? How about Grinch Green Ganja? <laughs> All right, this is a uh, tough one. We'll have to come up with some more <laughs> cold tag them. This is tough. It's, it is on the spot, and I, I certainly can't think of any. It's a good title. Yeah, Christmas this one's going to take a sesh. Christmas Bud, yeah. And I, Bud Light I hate to do this to you because the five, the last section is, now that I'm thinking about it, it's pretty tough. It's called Tis the Megan's To Be Nasty. You each have 60 seconds to give us your best holiday Megan's. This is worth all the present points. You can use... Your hatred of the pod, you can use holiday movies, you can use recent movies that are out. May God have mercy on your Megan soul. <laughs> Since uh, Casey, uh, you had the Grinch line, you're, you can decide whether you want to go first or second. Um, so uh, it's just holiday themed Megan's for yeah a window? Okay. All right. I'll go first. Uh, Santa Claus 3, more like Santa Claus P on my shoes. This stinker really shit the bed. Tim the Fool Man stars for the third time in this stale old biscuit. Martin came up short as Jack Frost, because Jack... Man, yeah. did we lost. Nice. <laughs> Damn. That was good. The credits like summer couldn't come soon enough. Is that... I, I, I've never seen the movie. I just saw it was on Netflix. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Santa Claus 3. Uh, that was good. That was real good. That was hot. It was, it was under the time, but... Uh, Don't ask me to rap. Ask me to... Shit talk as Megan. Ask you to be na- na- cat. Ask you to be catty, and you're right there, baby. Oh yeah. Ask me to hide behind a character and insult <laughs> oh, yeah. people. I'm there all day. Henning, that's a that's a tall order of eggnog. Okay. Um, I think I've decided on how the Grinch stole Christmas, but I haven't seen that one either. I just know what. Wait, what? What? What I mean is the the Jim Carrey one. Oh, oh, all right. I'll allow it. Not oh, classic the Grinch. Grinch. He's untouchable. I didn't see the movie I just made fun of. <laughs> so, 
Classic Nick beer. I'm going to see it later tonight. I can't wait. I didn't know it was on Netflix. I, I've been hankering oh, yeah, for it ever since you mentioned it because I still can picture the cover for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still just as good. Uh, all right, Megan's. Okay. How the Grinch Stole Christmas? More like, who stole my two hours? All right. Ron, <laughs> Ron Howard, did he pull this off? Mm-hmm. Without yep. a better star to Jim Carrey, this movie. <laughs> Thought you were going to uh, star David. Thought you were right, going to star right David. Right to the dumpster. <laughs> Who Whoville in their right mind? Yes, yes. Would fork <laughs> over eight dollars to see this lump of coal mm-hmm. <laughs> on my. Lindsay Megan's Oh, I forgot the fuck. Uh, mountain of Stink. Mm-hmm. The mountain <laughs> the Grinch lives on. Yep, I got it. <laughs> I'll follow you. <laughs> I give it Matterhorn, the tallest stink. <laughs> I give it three heart sizes too small. Very good. <laughs> oh, yes. So good. <laughs> and I forgot... About the fucking, this movie was shit. <laughs> Three heart sizes too small, two who's are, that are tall, and one turd on a sitcom. <laughs> this segment was shit. Went Ron Coward. And I'm Kirkwood oh, yeah. Smith. I, I make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> there it was, gentlemen. Now you know. There it was. And the winner is, we're all winners, because it's a Dom's Day Christmas. Oh, that's the best. Uh, Duel and Megan's, that's a fun the, one. Uh, now we all know what to expect one year's time, so I expect us all to be preparing year-round with our Christmas buds and our <laughs> spelling of Norwegian baked treats. <laughs> what else is on here? Our defense of who else freestyle. shouldn't be allowed to make a Christmas movie ever again? John Travolta? Mm. Is he in any? <laughs> what do you make? Yeah, I'm trying to that think angel of movie. The big names. Michael, was that Michael. a Christmas movie? That's Not true. Really. Mm. Do uh uh is it spicy? But does his religion celebrate Christmas? I forget what Scientologists? Hmm. No, I don't think. Is do it they? called Techmas? No. <laughs> Science miss iPods Eve. <laughs> it's a merry iPods Eve. <laughs> That's fun. Good work, gentlemen. All Put right. you on the spot. Or thanks. Are we doomed? I think we're doomed. Yeah, I think so. Christmas is shit, and I make the rules. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right, there it was, you filthy animals. All right, jingle ball holders and jingle. It goes inners. Oh, I had one shot at this, and that's what I did. That was it. I had one shot. I got to hit the road. I'm going to the icy wilds of, well, basically jerk practice town of the dirty watt to the filthy town. Um, if you like the episode, go back and, you know what? Go back and check out last year's Christmas episode. See, compare the two. A little compare and contrast. I expect an essay, five, bo- five paragraphs, introduction, three paragraph body, c- 
conclusion and don't start it with in conclusion. Just rehash what you did in the intro, baby. In fact, copy, paste, use synonyms for the words you already used. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Jerk Practice, at Jerk Practice Pod. We have a blog at Jerk Practice. Oh my God. One, you only got one shot and you blew it. Uh, jerkpractice.com. Check out our other wonderful tootin' me old horn. This couldn't be going better podcast. Have a good night, Court. Also on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a happy, have a merry, has a, have a domsy. So, here we are, finally delivering on the goods, baby. We make promises, we keep promises. Candy cane dreams and sweet broth creams. Here we go. Mary, Mary, Mary! Ho, ho, ho! Haha! All right, everybody, quiet down. It's nice to see you. That y'all, you're all in such high holiday spirits. But unfortunately, as the director, I sort of have to be the Grinch around here and keep us on track to get this shoot finished, so we can all get home to our loved ones and celebrate the season. Okay? So I see that we have our starlet of the hour, Celeste. Welcome, honey. <laughs> but we seem to be missing our our bow. And hey, where's my PA, Tim? Your what? My PA. Oh, sorry, my personal assistant. <sighs> my fluff boy. Coming! You rang, hair director? Need a filthy fluff, you fucking piece of shit? Jesus, what language? <laughs> And no, not here. Did someone say queer? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Not you again. No, you are. What? Well, if it isn't my old nemesis, the porno director. <sighs> Hello, Mr. Dunk. I didn't know you were in this one. I didn't see you on the call sheet. That's because I'm in character. Oh, so you're Dick T. Halls? Fa la 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 loser. <laughs> Look, look, Darnell, I know that... It's Dick. Or you can call me by my stage name, The Buttcracker. But I thought Dick T. Halls was your stage... You know what? Never mind. Look, Buttcracker, we know... I know we've had our differences in the past, but seeing as it's the holidays, what do you say we bury the hatchet and just have a good shoot? Oh, oh. speaking of burying stuff... Are them big guns owned by none other than Celeste the Chest Big Uns? Oh, D- Darnell, you honey dripper, you. Celeste, please. Call me Chris. Chris? Yeah, babe. Because Chris Kringle's dingle is newly single and ready to mingle. Hashtag me too horny under the Christmas thorny. Time to unsheathe my hog under the missile wreath log. <laughs> You're so funny, Darnell. I mean, Chris. I am, aren't I? But seriously, Wanda left me and it's been rough. Hanukkah ain't the same for the old dunkster. Okay, stop. Please stop. Some decorum, please. Jesus, how many names are we going to do here? Look, for the sake of everyone, we are going to address everybody by their script name. So, Celeste, you are Nudolph the Red-Rumped Reindeer. 
and Darnell, you are Frosty the Grow Man. Okay? Now let's just get this thing done and go on our merry ways. Okay, places? Does anybody need a fluff? Tim, on the ready. Oh, my stocking's plenty stuffed. But you're a real treat to work with, Tim. Celeste, you creamy? There's a bowl full of jelly, Frosty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that, that was real gross. Here we go. Places and jolly old Saint Prick. Take one. Cut. Oh, gee. What is it, Frosty? The name's gotta go. It's boring. It's done. It ain't happened on my and watch. Darnell, it's just the title. It's a working title. We don't even have reference in the script to, to it anymore. Throw Mama Claus's candy on my main cane. Perfect. Action. I am the... I say action. I'm... I'm the director. Fine. Action. Well... Hello there, Miss Claus. Would you like some hung to go with those stockings? Only if you give my chest those nuts. With my roasting pleasure, baby. Cut! Damn it, Darnell! That was perfect. Why did you stop? First, it is not Darnell. And second... No, it's Dar- it is Darnell. It is. Now look, I know what you're up to. You're about to say something about how you and Celeste were up all night working on a script... And you made a few changes, right? Well, uh, Right? Well, we might have discussed a couple notes over a few nogs, sure, but... But nothing! Here's the drill! <laughs> Temper it, Tim. Now, Darnell, I am tired and sick of your shit. You are gonna do your lines, you're gonna rail Mrs. Biggins over there, and then we are all gonna go home and have Christmas dinner with our kids. All right? Okay? No. Not okay. Talking to Tim like that is way not okay. Addressing the lovely Celeste as a piece of meat is not okay. But what's really not okay is taking for granted my 35 years in this business. You're talking to Darnell. What's that smell, Dunk? Winner of numerous triple Xmas awards, including jingliest bells, smokinest chimney, and glazinest hams. That's my ass, brother. And I've been in over 200 adult seasonal features, each one loved better than the last, including Thanks for the Stuffing, Turkey, Pat, My Trick, Mr. Day, and Suckin' Eggs, The Origin of Canterbury's Creams. <laughs> now we're going to do this Think My Way, pal. But to show everyone that the holiday spirit isn't dead, Tim's going to give you a quick underfluff going, you know, while we set up. Yum. Go away, Tim. Darnell, just do what you're going to do. The year is 2000XXX, and Santa's sex bots have gone rogue. Only St. Dick's Jolly Roger can save the screaming masses from what is sure to be their doom. But first, he's got some packages to deliver, not to mention the Christmas goose he's got to get to Miss Santa's bra before it gets cold. Miss Bra, I've got to get you this goose before my Timmy gets a little tiny. That's one for you, Tim. Give me that seasonal splooge, Mr. Scrooge. I ain't no ghost. And to all a good night. Scene. Darnell... I mean, Mr. Dick T. Halls, that was magnificent. A true Christmas miracle. 
I did it for you. I did it for the love, but mostly, I did it for baby Jesus, for Christ was born today. Hey, new title. Christ loves porn. He's gay. Yay! Hooray! Jim fluffs for everybody. Jim? <laughs>